0: Hello, everybody, and welcome. We are on podcast number 40, if you can believe it, of the Gordon and Sharice show.
1: I have really enjoyed, Sharice, I have really enjoyed going through these podcasts with you. Me too. So 40 has come quickly, and there's been a lot of great information. Yes. But what did you have in mind for today?
0: But well, what did I have in mind? Yes.
1: What did you have in mind Just, for today? I mean, the topic sp-
0: spontaneity. How is that? Now, really, our topic today is something that I think is, is such a powerful concept if, if people can really grasp it in their journey as they're going through pain and as they're going through suffering. And the topic today is the core of power. And boy, you can talk about core. Core is something you have studied, Dr. Selly.
1: Yes, it is. Yeah. And I certainly like this topic. I think the first approach to jump right in the middle of this is this. Sometimes with Scripture, and I know that I have studied Scripture for years, and, and not just to glean information from suffering, but to glean information on how do I have a more personal relationship with God. And how is really power manifested in us where we're propelled to walk in faith? Mm -hmm. Because he supplies it all. So I've I've really struggled with this on this particular verse. And so we're going to start from Philippians chapter 3, second part of verse 8 to to verse 11. So it says this, I may gain Christ Mm -hmm. and may be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own derived from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which comes from God on the basis of faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings, being conformed to his death in order that I may attain to the resurrection of the dead.
0: I mean, that is deep. That, that is deep stuff right That's
1: there. the core of power. Mm. But what got me was this. A, sharing in the fellowship of sufferings, Mm -hmm. and then being conformed to his death. So when you're undergoing harsh trials, you're undergoing severe pain, you're undergoing pain that never seems to leave. Mm -hmm. It lingers and lingers and lingers, and it almost is saying, I am going to go ahead and live with you for the rest of your life. Sure and you're saying, well, hold on, I have the power of God in me. I want to gain Jesus Christ, and here I believe in him by faith, so he's in me. Why does pain also get to cohabitate with me? And I used to struggle with the fact, then why do I have to sit here and deal with the pain when I believe that God was given the promise to provide healing for us?
0: You are... Didn't know it, but that was part of being conformed. Right. To the death process. Right. The death that Christ endured.
1: Right. And much of my mm-hmm. thinking when it comes to understanding the process is this. Death to life mm-hmm. is not just linear thinking going in one direction.
0: Meaning you live and then you die.
1: Right. Or mm-hmm. if then deductive reasoning. hmm if death occurs, then life can happen, and that's it. There's a cyclic approach to it, and the, the deal is, is this. Death to life leads to transformation. Yes. Okay. Then life to death continues and leads right back to the cross. So we have a cleansing of our souls as we die to ourselves continually, we go back to the cross, and then we experience new life. We go back to the cross, and then we have that core. We have that perpetual core working where we grow in the power of God because what we're doing is is we're saying we're going to take our agendas off our mind. We're going to take our own plans off our mind. We're going to look at this world completely differently. Mm -hmm. We're going to go ahead and develop a kingdom mindset And if we're going to go ahead and do this, we're going to go through the process of death to resurrection, we have new life, and then we're still going to experience the death process of the old nature that's in us. It, It took me a long time to fully grasp the fact that we're being conformed to his death as well. So we're experiencing that cleansing process continually because of the power of the cross.
0: I think that's that brings such a fullness and a purpose to pain.
1: It sure does. And
0: pain has a purpose in our life.
1: Yes, it does. It has
0: a purpose because without having the fullness of that, without going to the conforming of the death, you don't find that resurrection space where Christ is but i agree with you gordon you go back to the cross to find it again because i think throughout throughout our life on earth it's we're being sanctified layer by layer it doesn't happen that's right all at once i think for each one of us if we were actually if we were if everything that was inside of us was exposed at one time i i think for me i would blow up i couldn't handle it it would be way too much I think that the kindness of God leads us through that core, that core of power, going back to the cross with things that we we maybe thought we dealt with, or we just weren't prepared to deal with, and we go back again, and we experience life again in Him. And pain is can be perpetual until the day that we do die, right? Either emotional or physical pain it and, might
1: be part of our own natural law to the injuries that we've sustained mm-hmm. or the disease process we have in our body you know we're for instance how does the human body deal with death okay if it's a healing mechanism which we've discussed in prior prior podcasts mm-hmm. we can just take a look at the cell system the skin system yes in our bodies your body gets rid of approximately 30 to 40,000 old skin cells every day and the skin that you see now will be gone in about a month Hmm. dead skin cells are on the top but they get recycled out so the top 18 to 23 layers of your skin are made of dead cells so we have a continual renewing it's the same process death to life we have death to resurrection, but we still have that cleansing process that occurs. That's huge. That is one of the, basically, the fruit of living in union with God that we have within us so that our mindset is fixed on, well, hey, listen, how do we move from death to life? And I don't want to be conformed to death anymore. Mm-hmm. Boy, I'm confusing this. I don't want to be conformed to chronic pain anymore. Sure. Okay, if death is this dark space, I don't want this anymore.
0: I don't think we're called to be conformed to chronic pain.
1: We are certainly not. We're called to level up beyond that. Right, but it feels like that, It feels like that when you've undergone suffering for decades. Mm -hmm. Okay, you feel like I'm being conformed to what pain is saying that Mm -hmm. I can do in my body. You're being conformed to still maybe not the, the bright future that you're thinking. But the good news is this, you're undergoing that core of power. There is literally cleansing and power there and is. newness still being created in you, especially from the inside out. So, you know, when we're taking a look at scripture and we're saying, okay, let's take a look at death. Death is an extremely grim prospect for most people. They're scared to death, even Christians. What's my death going to be like? Am I going to experience more torturous pain and
0: mm-hmm.
1: boy, what if everything that I believed isn't isn't really on target or on center? I mean, what what is what's my future look like? And when you've dealt with living with chronic pain, you're you're tired of contending with it at all. So you're you're just at a point of death, depletion, deterioration, mutilation All these words are words that you want to just push away from who you are. And in this scripture, what's powerful is is that God is saying, my resurrection life is over death because of the cross, sure, because of what Jesus did. So um, we can also go through this mental gymnastics of trying to negotiate with God, and and we get to a point of, hey, listen, God— Do you really want us to be completely dead, even physically dead? I mean, do you want death to just dominate our life? Is that real life? And as we've just explained, the answer is no. It's a cleansing process through the cross. Well,
0: I was going to say, Gordon, through Christ. Right. Conforming to his death. Right. Means life. Absolutely. But when we conform to death just for death's sake— Right. It means that there's no end to the abyss. That's right. So I feel that we have to be careful on what, you know, when I hear what you're saying, there's a hopelessness um, that people can go through that deal with chronic physical pain, chronic emotional pain. I get that. It's a battle. It's it is a such a battle. battle. But but I think there's a choice in the battle. I was going to ask you this question. Oh, boy. Um. You know, seriously, because of, I know even in the last few days, you've had a hard run with our up and down spring weather here in Colorado. The pain gets exasperated here in in our climate at times. And I know that um, as you're enduring this, my question for you, I'm going to put you on the spot, but how much of your pain would, would you say, or how much of it... Are you dealing with mentally versus physically?
1: I would say that the physical is real, and then I have to tap into the mental portion of it. I fight against fleeting thoughts that try to get me off center, Um, plus the overwhelming fatigue. When your energy level is low, Mm -hmm. It's easy just, just to say, let me find my corner, and let me just get in that corner and rest, and can this be over? Okay, Th- that feeling exists. But what I have to do mentally is this, and part of the scripture that we just read that I used to struggle with was also sharing in the fellowship of his sufferings. You mentally have to move into the part of, I'm going to be a partaker mm-hmm. in his divine nature. So when I feel like curling up and almost giving up, let me just go to sleep. I'm tired. I have no more energy left. I have to mentally, it's a training of your mind to say, I'm going to be a participant and share in the sufferings of of Christ. This must be what he felt at Mm. that time. I can share that, but I know that there's going to be an overwhelming power or inspiration where I can still keep moving.
0: I love it because it brings you then back to the core. Yes, it does. Back to what we're talking about, the core of power. Right. But I'm finding, Gordon, in all of our years of marriage, that the core of power is not based on your physical strength. It's based on how your mind is being renewed through the process of this.
1: Right. It's, it's kind of like Pilates. For those people out there who've never taken Pilates, Mm -hmm. I think Pilates is the Mercedes-Benz of core exercise. I can tell you that right now. And yes, I've been certified in Pilates, which we thought would never happen. But the point is this, Pilates incorporates some different things to get your mind incorporated.
0: Okay, I'm going to interject here. Yes. You had a five-pound lifting ratio for most of our marriage.
1: Restriction, yes.
0: Uh, Because of... Having one disc left in your cervical spine
1: and six levels of spinal stenosis.
0: So your wife, the the deepest prayer of my heart was you you had lost your weight, um, you know, years ago. Yes. But the thing that you were unable to do is use heavy weights, lift out, do the things you used to do. I didn't
1: even lift luggage, groceries, backpacks, could, yeah. furniture. So
0: Pilates. Was literally an answer to prayer. Yes, it was because it taught something different to you. Yes, it did. It taught about the whole. I mean, it's a physical illustration of what we're talking about with the core. Absolutely. I mean, explain how that core, how the how that allowed you to start, you know, carrying your luggage when your core strength was was there.
1: Well, first of all, it's engaging the core. Mm-hmm. It's learning how to breathe. It's learning to have a connection between your mind and your body, your core. Your Mm -hmm. core is from your shoulder basically down past your hip. It's teaching you how to engage those different parts through breathing, Mm -hmm. proper breathing, through proper mental vision of what you're doing, and then actually performing the exercises you're totally engaged. So when I look at that mental struggle that I've dealt with and I'm saying, okay, I'm going to share in the sufferings of Christ and mm-hmm. be conformed to his death to have that cleansing, it's a place where you stand and you engage in the fellowship with God. You become yes. the participant.
0: Absolutely.
1: That's how you partake in the divine nature. So what happens is as you grow in the knowledge of Christ – and you grow in the knowledge of this core power that's there by faith and because of the cross, as you grow in that, you can start training yourself to walk out faith. Mm -hmm. And then what happens? You learn to hear the voice of God. You learn to sense his promptings. You have an acute ability and an innate ability to sense When is God present? What parts of the word is he speaking to me? It allows you to engage. It allows you to partake. It allows you to sense the inspiring power of faith that you might not do if you just curl up in the corner, right? say, God, I'm going to sleep. I have nothing left. You have to save me right now. This is just it. I'm done. And for some people, that's okay. But again, for the 100,000 people out there right now, mm-hmm. they can start training in their spiritual walk of transformation.
0: Absolutely.
1: Okay. That's the core of power, is being part of it. God supplies it. He hands it to you through the sacrifice of Christ on the cross. Now now participate. Be a part of it. That is so keenly important. That's right. So I know this. It's We're still dealing with this. What happens when there's unsolvable things to handle? What happens when we have a list? list? We get these questions. Gordon, you don't understand. We have this problem, that problem, financial problems, family problems, divorce problems. I can't believe
0: some of the the writings people have sent to us since we've started this.
1: Right. Pain problems. Yes. I would say this. Mm -hmm. Don't try to solve all your problems. Mm -hmm. That's when you hand those problems to Christ at the cross. You just set them aside for a second. Start working on the things that you can do. Yes. And maybe they're small. Maybe they seem insignificant to other people. Maybe it is something as simple as I'm going to change my diet so that I don't have inflammation just absolutely at its peak every day. That's right. aggravating my pain. Maybe it's a shift. Maybe it's a shift in, you know what? I'm going to effectively read a chapter a day of the word. I'm going to change my breathing. I'm going to try to increase motion if I can. Whatever that starting point is, it moves us then into our dedication Mm. to God's will for our lives.
0: I love it. Because some of these people uh, that we dearly care for, dearly, um, it moves us deeply when people write to us. But um, I would say and agree with you that sometimes some of the letters are looking for a way out. Yes. Instead of a way through. Yes. And the way through is not easy the way through is is a road of suffering but it's a road that leads to glory right a way through goes from that death to life back to death to life i mean it's 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 a continual process it's
1: a cyclic process Mm -hmm. but it's also this the way through your pain we have to follow yes and who are we going to follow christ We're going to follow the prompting of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. We're going to follow the things that provide sustenance and truth and life. He is the way. He is the truth. Absolutely. And he is the life. And so what happens as we're following, we start having that fellowship with God like we've never had before. Mm -hmm. And then that fellowship, here's what starts to happen in our minds and we don't even see it. The issue isn't about our suffering, though it might exist our minds shift to, we want to have that fellowship with that awesome God because we are so motivated and inspired today. We know we have a purpose because we have part, have partaken in his divine nature. Yes. So as we close, we could talk for hours on this one, but as we close, what is your thought for the
0: day? Don't be afraid of the things that feel like your setbacks right now. okay. Don't be afraid. Don't give up. Don't stay in that corner. But when you feel that process of things that are dying in your life, maybe the things, all of your expectations are, are not what they've, they, they're gone. Your expectations may be gone, even for yourself. Give yourself a break. Mm-hmm. Find that even through your, the end point of what you know, that's the beginning of God. Right. That's the beginning of Christ in you, and His resurrection power lives in you, mm. in your weakness. His strength is there to guide you, to direct you, to protect you, and to let you know that you are not alone in your suffering. Right, but you have a companion who fully walked out suffering. Yes, it's not that He takes pleasure. In you just being full of suffering. I don't believe that's the character of God, but I believe he knows our world is broken and we all have suffering that we will encounter on this earth. And he provided the way through that first. Yes. So connect to him. Let that power do its work in you today.
1: Thank you, Sharice. That's a message that needs to be repeated over and over again. I'd like to just say this for everyone to remember. Some of this information is from T. Austin Sparks, and then you get your Dietrich Bonhoeffer, and then you get your different notes. But it's this. The end of the risen life is still the cross. Mm. Okay? The Holy Spirit is always working in relation to the cross in order that the power of his resurrection may be increasingly manifested in us and manifested in every person out there who's going to apply these things to their lives. Beautiful. Okay. Thank you so much for today's show. Thank Cerise, you, honey. It was great working with you today.
0: Hey, I enjoyed it. And please, people, uh, thank you for being a part of our community. Being at Podcast 40, uh, we just want to invite you to continue on this journey with us. We're continuing to learn as you are. And uh, if you go to com, you can catch all of our podcasts. You can subscribe to our monthly newsletter. We're here to uh, bring encouragement to you, but we are not the source of encouragement. We're just here to lead you to the source of the one to encourage you today.
1: Wonderful. Thank you. Powerful.
0: All right. Have a good one, and we'll catch you next time.
1: Catch you next time.